everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Amber. And we're Witches, Witches Talking Tarot. And today we're going to be discussing air, the element of wind. Oh, air. It's the thing that we breathe that keeps us alive. And just <laughs> how that kind of, um, yeah, brings yeah. into us good yeah, well, I mean, like, with air magic, my favorite thing with air magic is incense, because it's probably the thing that I use the most that's associated with air. Really? Yeah, yeah, also, just burning different herbs. Yeah. Um, definitely for me, I guess. Which well, I guess incorporates both uh, elements, fire and air, but I know it's mm -hmm. mostly associated with air, the smoke. Right. Yeah. Like um, you're right, wind chimes. My porch yeah. is covered in them. I yeah, love, I love your sound. big one. The yeah, donkey one. Oh, I was, yeah. It I sounds almost like a church bell. It does. But I really like the bamboo one, too. I love the bamboo. I had a bamboo one from Hawaii that my parents brought back, and it was the coolest bamboo one that I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And no bamboo one outside of that one has ever sounded the same, and it doesn't please me as much. Um, yeah. So I believe wind chimes were used to kind of, like, not attract negative entities and demonic energy. Yeah. So people would put them outside of their house and right, it would so ward off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the wind obviously being the key element right, exactly. beyond the, the tool itself. Which, so I guess, because I've got wind chimes all out back, mm -hmm. um, I think they might have been moved to a place where you don't always get to hear their sound anymore. I'm not as positive. But uh, I love the, the noise. Like, it's really relaxing and when our AC used to be shooting that way our wind chime in here would go off and mm -hmm. um, yeah that's a chakra wind chime that my mom bought me and she has one too and hers hers goes off on it on its own oh wow that's yeah. you know and another thing that's great with wind is it's also cleansing and not many mm -hmm. people think of uh, cleansing when it comes to wind. A lot of people think of water right. or even fire burning. Um, yeah. Um, but for me, when I think of air and cleansing, I imagine mm -hmm. standing out on a windy day. Okay. And I catch myself doing that oh, on yeah. windy days. Mm -hmm. It's like just imagining it blowing away all the negative energy and just taking it all away. Which comes with releasing your herbs as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I like to get a nice wind cleanse when I'm working and I have to stop and get gas and it's windy and I'll just be like, whatever, I don't care what people see and I'll just stand there and let the wind blow it off me and I'll be like, take away all today's stresses, just like renew my spirit while I'm like having a chill moment uh, because the wind is an excellent cleanser. I once read like you can hang something in a bag outside on a windy day to cleanse it. From oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Or washing your clothes. Oh, yeah. Hanging them on the line. Oh, yes. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. And then they, they have that good smell from food outside dry. We used to have, in our, our old house, we had a, a laundry line. And as much as I didn't like jeans hung out to dry, right. everything else was pretty alright. If I'm going to do it, it's probably going to be with towels as well. See, they get rougher, but I feel yeah. like they work better when they're rougher. Fair enough. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And, you know, from an air magic standpoint, like, we've had our earth magic episode where we both were like, I'm an earth witch. Mm -hmm. and then we had our water magic episode where we were like, 
I, you know, water is my second. Mm -hmm. Air is, aside from using wind for cleansing, loving wind chimes, and having, uh, using incense all the time, I think air I work with the least other than the I fact so that too. I like my athame. I think so too. Um, I, I don't even really work with my athame. I use my wand. Yeah, I know. We've had in that place discussion. Of, yeah. uh, any, any time that you really use an athame, like you draw energy from the sky with um, an athame. Athame is still air, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Again, I use my wand to do exactly that. Well, see, and I use my athame, like, as a tool for things, so mm -hmm. I like to use it, and I like, you know, if I'm going to carve with something, I'm going to carve my uh, with my athame versus mm -hmm. a wand, but, like, other than using the tool for cutting, mm -hmm. and, you know, once in a while in a ritual where it's not used for actually cutting, mm -hmm. you know, I... I don't feel like I'm very connected with air, but then I say that and I go, you know, air is transformation. Air is intuition. Yes, yes. And I'm constantly following my intuition and I'm constantly transforming as a person. So it's like, is air energy just the energy we don't pay attention to in much the same way you, you don't, don't pay attention to breathing? breathing? Maybe, maybe. Exactly. Because like... Breathing is kind of like that unconscious thing, right? Mm -hmm. Unless your brain is not working properly in that moment, your body's going to breathe, right? That makes sense. Have you ever, since we're on the subject, have you ever done that thing where you concentrate on your breathing so much, you're like, what if I forget how to breathe? Oh my God. <laughs> when I was stoned, and I used to get stoned all the time, it was horrible. Because doing that could set me into a panic attack. I understand, though, because really? there's a reason I asked that question. Obviously, like, I have experienced that as a thing. Like, I concentrated on my breathing, not from a meditation standpoint, but from a, you know, what makes me breathe? Like, it's an automatic thing. And then I'm like, what if I stop breathing? Like, how do I remember how to breathe? Because I don't know how to breathe. Because I just automatically breathe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And is air energy the same fucking way? As long as you pay attention to your intuition... Like, is it the same kind of thing? I mean, it would make sense because I never go out of my way to work with air, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's something I've never, I've never thought about until we're doing this episode. You know what I mean? Because, like, butterflies symbolize transformation. And I've had butterflies come to me, you know, at times in my life when I was going through transformation. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not even something maybe we consciously acknowledge mm -hmm. in air energy mm -hmm. but then again air energy is creativity right mm -hmm. and that's something that if we use creativity we do embrace air right, energy right. but again unconsciously because like you and I were talking um, at the end of this episode guys we have a guest and when I had said it would be good to invite her on for our air magic episode Maddie had talked about fire magic instead because this individual is a writer Mm -hmm. And how I was saying creativity and Maddie was saying passion. And it's like, they both go into this. Like smoke. You know, like, yeah, like exactly. lighting a flame. Or like, like incense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bring it full circle. <laughs> Love that. I don't know. Like, do you associate a whole lot with any birds in your practice or just uh, like... Maybe the crows. I have a murder of crows in my backyard. 
Yeah. They, I, I mean, I have like six or seven, and they'll come and they'll eat maybe some offerings, and then they'll chill for a little bit, try and attack the bir- the cats in the window. Because <laughs> um, that's what crows do, right? Right. But <laughs> really, honestly, no. Not really. I'm not a bird person. Yeah, like crows and ravens. But I feel like that's stereotypical cliche. So for yeah, for which. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm drawn to flamingos, but it's because I lived in Florida for so long. I love flamingos. I'm drawn to peacocks for many, many reasons. Oh, I do like peacocks. I'm sorry. I will say I love peacocks. We had four when we lived in the country. And when they scream at night, dude, it sounds like a woman. It is terrifying. They're scary. I love peacocks. I do. And chickens. You know, I know that sounds silly, but I fucking love chickens. I can dig that, though. Like... I don't know if it's, like, a southern slash midwestern thing or what, but, like, there's definitely a chicken affinity. Like, you can see it in housewares all over the place, oh, yeah, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, my in-laws uh, insisted we had to have a rooster in the kitchen for good luck. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never heard that. I just, you know... Yeah, they got us a rooster statue also, in the kitchen. Also, this is unusual. Turkeys. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a turkey, and... He was a pet, and he was so smart. Yeah. You wouldn't think poultry was smart, but the chickens and the turkeys that I've had, they're so fucking, they're easily as smart as a cat. I feel like they're just not given the opportunity to, to be I can see that. Because they like, raised with this model. Right? The turkey was almost America's bird instead of the bald eagle. Mm-hmm. The majestic turkey. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's because the qualities of that bird and its intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I totally could see that. I did not know that chickens were quite intelligent. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking chickalotta. That's, that's, that's um, my parents' chicken's name. Oh, okay. I was like, is that a kind of chicken? No, that's the I love chicken. The name. And this fucking bitch. Love the name. Well, literally, she ruined the garden. And, like, oh, she damn. knew it, too. She did it on purpose. She knew it. Everybody's like, Chickalotta, stay out of the garden. And she'd be like, fuck, fuck, bitch. <laughs> and go right back to the But for real, though, she uh, she comes uh-huh. up to the door when she wants food. Or she'll, she'll fly in the window and kick the window. Literally kick the window to get people's attention. Because she's like... <laughs> Bitch, I'm hungry. <laughs> or she's like, hey, it's getting dark. I need oh, to put up. That chick got attitude. <laughs> she fucking does. Oh, my God. She'll sit on my dad's lap while he's watching television. Like, not for too long. Because <laughs> chickens, you know, go to the, they go to the bathroom. So she can't stay in for too long. But, like, <sighs> good ten minutes she'll watch TV with my dad. That's hilarious. Oh, I love her so much. They yeah. lost her for 24 hours. I was so upset. Everybody was so upset. Like, where'd she go? Where'd she go? When you lose a chicken for 24 hours, the odds of it coming dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah, No, this bitch came back. I don't know where she was. I said, she must have gotten scared. Maybe she got, she was in a tree or something. I don't know. Maybe she found a cock? That's what I said. I said, be careful with the eggs you eat. You're going to crack them (gasps) open. It's going to be bloody as hell. But I do love chicken That's an omen of some kind. When you have them as... We should do an episode on omens. Oh, Isn't that an fun. omen if you open it? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But um, when you have these types of animals as pets, uh-huh. as opposed to... to cause a lot, of, a yeah. lot of people that 
risk them for food don't want to get close to them so right. they're not given the opportunity to show their intelligence, intelligence yeah. because you you don't want to know what you're eating is no, intelligent I, yeah they're not yeah know, yeah yeah yeah, you know? yeah 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 Same with yeah no for sure um I just happened to grow up on a one name farm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's like you don't want to know the name of your dinner. Right. I can't pick like, out yeah. a lobster. People that do that are fucking sociopaths. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I can't look at a lobster and say I'm going to eat you. Yeah. Th- there are a lot of reasons I eat much less meat than I used to. There are a lot of reasons. And, and that's, that's kind of, yeah, that... That, that that moral grounding because like one of my kids was a vegan for a while and she was like well ethically we know we can survive without and like that never left me um, but also like my body needs some protein because when oh, I, I eat straight vegetarian mm-hmm. for more than 10 days I get too weak oh I feel and, and that's with eating beans and mushrooms and like spinach and like as much protein rich and iron rich stuff as I can and I still, so, like, I, I keep the, the seafood in there, um, but I, I couldn't, like, pick out my dinner and be like that one. I know. Yeah, I like, know. I can pick it out at the grocery store, but that's about it. Yeah, like, right. I, yeah, I am of that uh, age, mind, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't raised to kill my own dinner, and I've always told my husband, like, if we ever get to that point, I don't think I can kill dinner. Like, I'll clean it. I just, I don't think I can kill it. Like, right. yeah, like, there's something else. Yeah, but, I mean, feathers in and of themselves, though, I am mm-hmm. drawn to, and I, uh, my, my whole family's kind of collected feathers, and I do like them for working with air, like, there was a time where I'd make my own smudge fans, you know, mm-hmm. for when you burn herbs and you can spread the, the, the smoke with the feathers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to, like, get it nice and throughout the area. Now I just have the cauldron and I walk around with that. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Speaking I just a cauldron. Super yeah. excited for next week's I, episode, you guys. We're gonna be yeah. discussing the cauldron. Yeah, yeah. I'm I am excited for the upcoming cauldron episode. I I don't know, like I guess with air magic I I probably practice it in transformation and intuition the most, but I think I focus on creativity with it the most. Do you focus on anything with air magic? You know what? No. <laughs> Cleansing. Cleansing. Like I said, I know a lot of people see that as water. No. But for me, air is very cleansing. Yeah, if no. I'm focusing on air magic, it usually has to do with cleansing. Because not just with the air blowing through and blowing through your hair, but also with the smoke wafting through your house, mm-hmm. whether you're burning mugwort or lavender or whatever, you yeah. know. So that's pretty much the only time I work with air magic. Yeah. I mean, I guess unless you count. You know, when I'm writing and the creativity is just flowing, but I yeah. feel like that's a magic in itself. Connected with air magic, yes, but not necessarily, like, just air. Yeah. You know? What about intuition? Like, do you use your intuition? Oh, absolutely. So, maybe. Yeah. I guess, again, you, it's not something I think about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, do you associate intuition with air magic, or do you associate it with something else? I guess air would make most sense because it's like the thoughts are kind of drifting through your, mm-hmm. the feelings are kind of drifting to you. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's what I yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, 
I don't know, like, how many of you guys focus on air magic? I'm curious, because, like, as somebody who doesn't think about it much, I've never really thought about how much I use it. I thought, I really don't use air magic, but when you think about everything you that always air magic... Yeah. Yes, it's like... Yeah, I hear it's you. like, I kind of feel like a hypocrite, like, coming into this episode, because I was thinking, like, I don't really use it, I don't know what to say about it, but I do, just like breathing. Right, exactly, I feel you 100%. It's like an interesting thing, and I bet, I'm sure that witches that work with air more often, or work with birds, because obviously if you work with birds, I would imagine that air magic is something that Mm -hmm. you're pretty closely attuned with. Um, Do they think the same thing about, like, earth magic, or fire magic, like, they don't think about it, even though they use it in certain I ways. I think I think so. I think all witches are different, and, yeah. maybe and it's all like, it's like that are different. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think like as we do this show, I'm realizing in this very moment that you know I I say all the time like it's all about balance, right? Unknowingly, it's all about balance. I think I'm an earth witch who only does mostly earth magic with some water, but really I do them all. I just, there's some of them, I don't think about it as fire magic when I'm doing right, it. Right, exactly. I don't think about it as air magic when I'm doing it, but it really, it does fall into that. And really, we do mm-hmm. practice all of the four elements. Hey, welcome to my TED Talk. I'm discovering myself today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I never thought about it because I thought I don't really do much with air magic. But as I made notes for myself, I was like, you know, incense, that's like an almost everyday thing. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. quite often it's at one of my altars, if not multiples. So it's not just in the house for cleansing, it's like as an offering as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because like I've seen a couple documentaries with like uh, Hindu practices and they like this one guy started his day every day with incense. That is how my daily thing happened. I, yeah. And I was just like, that's so fucking beautiful. I love that. He starts every day with, like, he he lit, like, three incense sticks through his hands, so they're all shooting out. He lit the same flame, and he just wafts them around until the fire goes out. And then he continues talking to his deities. And it's, like, really fucking beautiful, and it's really, oh, like, yeah. calming. That's really nice. Yeah. That's, so that's where I got my daily devotionals from, which I... Would like to get back to doing daily. Now I'm doing it multiple times a week, but usually incense is involved. And like, you know, the athame is the one thing that's like definitely air magic that I don't always, always use. Mm-hmm. And also while we're talking about air magic, I'm just again going to bitch about how I don't like that air and swords are the thing. Like, I don't get it. Either. I don't like, I think it's wands. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Wands and air makes yeah. sense. Swords and fire. It makes sense. Who decided? I agree. I don't get it. And it fucks me up when I'm reading tarot all the fucking time. Does it fuck you up when you're reading tarot? No, because I don't really think about the elemental aspects of the cards, if I'm being honest with you. I don't. I I think more of like, okay, cups is emotion, pentacles is coins, but I never But I do think that, because I go, swords is fire and wands is air. Like, so, or I'm sorry. Swords is passion, mm-hmm. and wands is intuition when I'm, like, doing readings. But it's not. It's switched. It's swords is intuition, and wands are passion. And wands do not speak passion to me. No. To me, it's, like, again, fluid, flu, 
editing? Is that yeah. the word? That's what I think when I hear wounds. Yeah, like I think of air and movement and mm-hmm. intuition. Mm-hmm. I do not think of swords with intuition. Mm-hmm. So as much as I like my athame, because I like, like two of my athames, Corey's made for me. One of them, he put amber into the handle and carved my name in the handle. So like, obviously that is my favorite athame. But otherwise, like, I don't, I just don't get them with air. I just don't get athames with air. I don't. I don't either. It doesn't make sense. I think athame, I think blood, I think fire, fire, blood. Same! Exactly! That is exactly, and like, it fucks me up. And to be clear, not like blood spilt in a negative manner. Right, right. Yeah, I I think of it in a passion way. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, not necessarily blood spilled, but like, Swords are passion, like blood is passion, like fire is passion. Yes. Like that's that's mm-hmm. how I, cause, and I'm just, because it's the air magic episode, I'm just gonna complain that wands and air are not the connected one. Because it fucks me up. It doesn't make sense. It right? doesn't make fucking not sense. Not wands and air, wands and fire. Well, like, but it fucks me up that wands oh, are that not Oh, that they're air. not the Yeah, yeah that yeah, they're okay, not the yeah. connected one, that mm-hmm. it's, it's athames or swords, like, it fucks me up, and it fucks me up in tarot, and I just want to complain about it. Mm-hmm. And this seems like the time to complain. Anybody else have that same problem other than me and Maddie? Like, it fucks me up. It doesn't really fuck her up. But both of us disagree that that the the mm-hmm. the appropriate is air and sword, wand and fire. Like, it doesn't seem appropriate. Mm-hmm. It seems like wand and air, fire and sword. Mm-hmm. I just, ugh, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited now to see, is there an element specifically the cauldrons are associated with? Because I would think fire, fire. but I would also think water. I think it's water. It's the cup. It, uh, like the chalice, the cauldron. Yeah, yeah. So it would be water as but well like, as fi- feminine right, male energy. Were, because yeah. Of male. yeah. I don't know if I can be able to draw mushrooms in. I mean, because they represent the moon, too. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, we said we were going to do a whole episode on mushrooms, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, mushrooms, yeah, mushrooms represent both the womb and the penis going into the womb, because, you you know, the structure Uh of the mushroom itself. Uh But also, the mushroom symbolizes the womb because the mushroom itself all comes out of one thing that blooms into something, and then it splits open, and, yeah, it's like this whole thing. Yeah, I don't know, but, um... Yeah, uh, I can't think of anything else to say about air necessarily, other than it should be wands. Whoever, back in the 1800s, like, time travel to now, hear what we have to say, go change everything in in the magical associations for me. Make it easier for me and me alone, because that's what's important. (laughs) I don't know, I'm just saying, like, yeah. But... Next up, so we're going to not end the episode, but we're going to end the just me and Maddie portion of the episode. So we'll go ahead and say a quick shout out to Melissa, our patron on Patreon. Find us on the socials. And now listen to Michelle Burke, an author of In Glens of Shadow and another upcoming book. Did she say the title of the upcoming she book? She did not. It's book okay. two. It is book two, so, and all of the information will be in the show notes, so definitely stick around for that. We're not going anywhere just yet. Bye.
The following tale will be featured in October Pod's Halloween Potluck, which premieres Tuesday, October 11th, 2022, only on YouTube. After you listen to this podcast, head over to our YouTube channel, October Pod Home Video, and get in on all the fun. For now, kick back and enjoy Tea Party, a true ghost story written for October Pod by Amber Jordan co-host of Witches Talking Tarot Podcast. Narrated by MJ McAdams, author and creator host of Humble Hauntings Podcast. When I was 10, we lived in a house in Holland, PA, a little town in Bucks County. It's an old part of the country. The air is thick with history everywhere you go. The house was a multi-story brick home with dark wood accents throughout and it was about a hundred years old. In this house, there was a mother-in-law suite. I had never known of such a thing and was immensely overjoyed when I found out it was like a studio apartment located inside the house. There was a little kitchenette area with a sink, stove and oven, a tiny couch for visitors, even a brass-framed bed. I was so young, I honestly thought it was made of gold. And oh, how my parents laughed at that one. The furniture in this room had all come with the house, which was not something I thought of before, but definitely after. You are invited to join the ghosts, the banshees, the fairies, and demons run amok. We're all coming to October Pod's Halloween Potluck. You'll enjoy this ghastly crew. If your blood doesn't end up in the stew, we'll be baking a cake and raising some hell. Beware for heaven's sake, because we've got ghost stories to tell at October Pod's Halloween Potluck. Coming to YouTube on Tuesday, October 11th. Get a special preview by listening to our companion podcast, October Pod AM, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or find all our links at OctoberPodVHS.com. October Pod, retro horror for bold individualists. Hey, it's Ebony, and you may know me from such podcasts as The Gruesome Gruesome Movie Reviewsome. But did you know I also have a solo podcast? That's right, the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast, with one episode on short life stories of the sweet and sour variety, and the other Mental Health Mondays to be your guide to everything mental health and more. So grab your nuggies and follow us at SSNuggiesPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast, available on Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and more. Now readily available for your listening pleasure. It's Tuesday, or maybe it isn't, but Tuesday is about to be your favorite day of the week. You bet. She's Jenny. And she's Caitlin. We're teachers, we're moms, we're friends, and we're funny. I mean, I certainly think we are. We're here to teach you what we had to learn and maybe save you some of the embarrassment. Absolutely. We discuss all topics from the serious to the silly. Things like how to improve your resume and cover letter, advocating for yourself when talking to your doctor, what to expect when you're getting Botox, or how to wash your face at night. 
and we can help you participate in that water cooler chat about sports and world events. And if you're feeling like your life is a mess, don't worry. We can relate. Yeah, we're not afraid to tell you all the mortifying and hilarious things about our own lives, professionally or personally. We're shameless. We're rated G. We're slightly crazy. Come hang with us. It's the CK and GK podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday, everywhere you listen. Have you laughed today?